It's officially Marketing a Talk, Marketing a Clock's roundtable discussion show. Join us as we dive deep into a specific digital marketing topic. Don't forget, you can catch our famous Friday news show each and every, you guessed it, Friday morning at youtube.marketingaclock.com or wherever you consume your podcast. Hey there, I'm Christine Zernheld, and it's officially Marketing a Talk. On these special episodes, we dive deep into a specific trending digital marketing topic. And there was earth-shattering news in the world of analytics last week. So we have an emergency episode here with our very own Sarah Burke. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Hi, doing great. How are you? I'm great. So happy you're joining me today. Thanks for having me. If anyone doesn't know Sarah, first of all, how dare you? Second of all, she is the head of Cypress North's new data and analytics department. And you are just the perfect girl for the job today because there was big news last week that Google Analytics will be sunsetting Universal Analytics. Yes, big news. So people like me who have been dragging their feet and Sarah set up GA4 and all my accounts a year ago, more, and I haven't been in there, I'm in trouble, everybody. It's ready to go, though. The data's collecting. (laughs) Thank you. Okay, so tell us more about this announcement. Yep. So basically last week they announced that Universal Analytics is going to be sunsetting in 2023. So what that means is July 1st, 2023, Universal Analytics is going to stop collecting data. And on October 1st, 2023, Google Analytics 360 will stop collecting data. Okay. So after that date, July 1st, 2023, is that data just gone? What's happening with the data? We will have six months after that to figure out what to do with our data, store it somewhere. But after that six-month kind of grace period, it's all going to be going away. That's pretty soon. Yep. It feels very soon. (laughs) So there are a lot of reactions. I know you've been watching SEO Twitter about everyone's reaction to this. Take us through your reaction to the announcement. Were you surprised? Are you annoyed? How are you feeling? Yeah, it felt a little inevitable um, because GA4 was released in October 2020. So we knew a date would be coming. Um, It feels a little premature, though, since they are still making so many changes in GA4 and releasing updates, and they just revamped the homepage really recently. Like, pretty big changes are still happening. So I would have liked to see the announcement once it's more of a finished product and people know what they'll have, what they won't have, and it can kind of help make those decisions on if they need to switch platforms or what needs to be done. Okay. So what do you think are the biggest things that are missing that would have made you feel better Mm -hmm. about the announcement? Would love to have views or some sort of GA4 version of views. And that was news to me because, again, I'm not in GA4 yet. (laughs) Sorry, everybody. Sorry, Sarah. It's it's all right. That's what we're here for. No views. No views. Um, They just recently released sub-properties and roll-up properties, but for 360 only. So still in our free version, there's no no view. Um, what if this whole thing is just to get everyone to pay for 360? You know, New conspiracy theory. I don't think that'd be so far <laughs> off to think. <laughs> um, they are releasing, yeah, some things that are just 360 only. But they're saying you can use filters and segments to kind of get some version of a view. But it's just not the same to me. And it's not the same as just clicking. Yeah, I want to just be able to click and be where I need to be. Exactly. Yeah. So that today does not exist. Maybe... Maybe it'll be coming. I don't know. Um, annotations. I really wish we had annotations. It's that like, is like the most basic. They added like an annotation feature to Google Ads, the notes thing. Yep. And they're getting rid of, they don't have it in GA4. It seems like their dev team could do that in an hour. <laughs> and for some reason, we can't annotate things. So 
that's kind of annoying the solutions out there for that or people just saying to like make a separate file or something like that but just put everything in one no. place no being able to see it on your charts with exactly. the date right there and little I think annotation that's one of the reasons why people just don't go into GA4 because they have all their stuff set up so easily in universal um it's hard to kind of force yourself to go in there when you have yeah. to go back and forth and it's like having to go back you're trying to get ready for this transition. You can't go back and add your old annotations into GA4 because right, exactly. they're not there at all. Yep. This is just overwhelming. It's going to be, yeah, it's going to be a little <laughs> bit of a, of a learning curve and kind of annoying to get everything yeah. combined and set up. Is there anything, well, first of all, is there anything else you think is big that's missing? I think site speed metrics I would like to see too. So there's no site speed metrics in GA4 and they put so much emphasis on site speed. It's kind of surprising that's not in there. Um, they're saying to use Lighthouse in combination with GA4, or there's the core um, Web Vitals and Search Console. But again, then you're in five different things trying to get all your metrics. So when you're already in UA and GA4, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So just some site speed metrics would be nice too. Yeah, um, yeah, those would probably be the biggest. But things. then there's other things that other people are complaining aren't in GA4, and you're fine with, right? Good riddance. Yeah. So I think I've talked about this. <laughs> few times bounce rate um that's not in there so i'm i'm fine bounce with that. rate can bounce on away yeah so that never needs to come back i don't think it's a great a great metric um can you explain why yeah so i just think that a lot of times a one a bounce rate is really a one-page visit so i don't necessarily think a one-page visit is a bad thing a lot of times especially if your seo is working how you want it to and mm -hmm. someone lands on the right page and then just grabs the phone number or something like that contacts you that's a great visit but it'll technically be a bounce mm -hmm. so i don't yeah that can go um a lot of the other complaints are just things that are kind of difficult to find uh, metrics that you kind of have to dig for which i agree with um I've been using the custom reports a lot for things like that. So the whole explore section, there's a lot of flexibility with custom reports. So anything that I can't find easily, I'm just making a report for and saving it so I can just jump back in. That's not too bad. It's not too bad. And then too, with the new homepage update, um, they're pulling in like frequently viewed reports and recently viewed. So that should help make things easier if there's something that you're always jumping to. Okay. That doesn't sound too scary. Sorry for that little tangent. It's not so bad. <laughs> so why do you think they announced this here in March 2022? So according to Google, they're saying that Universal Analytics is obsolete um, because it was desktop focused, session based, um, and we're moving into a more mobile first environment. So GA4 is kind of more future proof, um, built to handle that better cross device tracking um it doesn't rely on cookies as much as universal analytics so i think that kind of brings me to the bigger point and greg talked about this on marketing o'clock last week is the privacy factor so um user privacy has been a hot topic really for the last few years um gdpr all these laws coming into place um so it's it's built with privacy kind of at the forefront um so i think they're just trying to move forward on this quickly, especially since they um, did have issues with GDPR fairly recently about universal analytics not being compliant and things like that. So I think they're just trying to get it out of here at this yeah. point. Yeah. And I also just think putting a date on it, for me, this is giving me the nudge. Like for people who aren't into analytics as much as you are, I'm more, I'm more inclined to go in there and play around because I know like 
my dad is not going to be in the UA anymore and I have to figure it out. Exactly. Yeah. I think it'll kind of give a lot of people that push to at least just see what's going on. And if they want to move platforms, they can, but just to get in there and make that decision. Yeah. But maybe they just needed to fix it up a little bit. Yeah. Before, so yeah. It wasn't as I bad. Agree. Mm-hmm. There's a way to make everyone happy. Yeah. I know you have been using GA4 since it was released in 2020. So can you give any advice for people like me who have not been in there at all? Where do I start? So if you don't have GA4 installed at all, that's step one. Just get the code on the site. (laughs) Get data collecting. If you have Tag Manager, it's even easier. Um, So just get your data collecting. Um, Step two, I would say, is to duplicate any events and conversion tracking that you have set up in Universal. Um, It'll be a little easier because GA4 automatically collects some events um, out of the box. You just have to make sure the flips are or the switch it. The I always say that backwards. <laughs> switches the, are flipped on. Yeah. When you're installing it. Um, so that'll kind of cover part of it. Um, and then, yeah, you can keep it running alongside UA, kind of same as their um, recommendation since they've released it. So um, just to have both collecting give you the time to to get into GA4 and get used to it. It actually, now that we're talking about it, sounds kind of refreshing to just like start over. For like older sites, if other agencies or in-house people have been working on them and there's all these old events in there or you put something in wrong and you had to make it twice. It's going to be like clean slate. Bot traffic. There's so much bot traffic coming in for a while. Yeah. And GA4 does have automatic bot filtering and I've seen it work well. So even in Universal, when I have the little box checked to exclude known bot hits, still coming in there but not in GA4 at all. Okay, that's a huge pro. Might be a positive. I like Mm -hmm. that. Okay, so can you take us back to that data that we're losing? Can you tell us what's going to happen to that after July 2023? Yes, so you'll have six months after the July 1st date to store your data. And after that, it's completely going away. So I would start planning now and not wait until July to figure out your storage plan. It feels so crazy. That's the craziest part about this announcement to me, that they're literally – gonna get rid of it yep like why can't you just have it archived or something i know and like part of it makes sense to me because i mean obviously they can't fill in this other data from this other model into the new model so i understand that and then at the same time too it's like i guess you can't have that old property lingering around forever like at some point they're gonna want to you know clean slate six months is a short time to get that all figured out (laughs) um so and some import tool might be nice, like somewhere. I don't know. Hopefully, they'll come out with something. Oh, that's still a possibility. That so would be nice. They said that they will offer more guidance on exporting as it gets closer. That's all they said. So I would like maybe like a big query connection, just like some kind of bone thrown to us. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> GA or GA360 has the big query connector and then GA4 does as well. Okay. But we if you want to connect it right now you'd have to get it like a supermetrics or something like that okay. to get data into BigQuery. So talk to me about my other options if I'm trying to save my data. Yeah, so old-fashioned exports, we're going to be exporting Excel files. <laughs> Pretty much that or the API is what we have right now. Yeah. And I wonder how many people are actually going to use it. Which one? Like if you down no, if you download the data, mm-hmm. when do you think you're gonna go back and look at it? Exactly. This is what we we're talking about. Exactly. So if you get GA4 tracking today, you'll have a year over year view. And then at that point, yeah, you might want to look at 
2021, 2020 was like anomaly yeah. as it is. And then just, just 2019, or sorry, 2019. Is it even relevant anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Depends on the business. And I mean, I'm all for historical data. Um, again, it'll be absolutely exported. It'll be nice to have it if you do need it. But I think for some businesses, they won't really need to look back that far if yeah. they have your rear. But you got to save it. Just got to save. save it. Gotta like I think it. about I saved all my search terms when they came back in Google ads for a week. I haven't looked at them. Yeah. <laughs> but it helps you sleep at night knowing yeah. it's in your little folder on it your does. desktop. <laughs> okay. New conspiracy theory. Maybe they're doing this so we just all forget about 2020. I would like to. So <laughs> that's the theory. Maybe I'm even more on board than I thought. Okay. Maybe that's what it's all about. Yeah. Or just upgrading to 360. <laughs> they yeah. want our money. Uh-huh. Okay, so again, for anyone like me who doesn't know where to begin, after your first tips about getting it tracking, where can they go for more resources to learn how to use GA4? There's some really good websites out there that people have been making great content for. Um, There's some courses out there. Some of my favorites are Ken Williams. Um, His website has a ton of good articles about GA4, and he really dives deep into every topic and kind of unravels everything. So it's really nice to get that um, that understanding. And then Krista Seiden, she has some good information on her website and even on Twitter. She's been sending out some really helpful tweets. Um, Simo Ahava related to installation, um, kind of using GTM and GA4. He, I'm a, I'm a big fan of his. So yeah, we know how much content. you love Simo. Yep. And then... Um, Julius from analyticsmania.com. I am a big fan of his website as well, and he has a course on GA4. Okay. That's really important because when you're looking for it on Twitter, all you see is people complaining. You don't see anyone trying to help. I know. I'm – yep. Yes. There's there's actually really helpful stuff out there. Yeah. So just get in there. Okay. And don't forget they can call you too. Absolutely. Maybe not call. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Call, email. Yeah, but you could mm-hmm. answer any questions, and then you can also help people get set up on it, right? Yep. Yeah, so I've set up um, all the GA4 properties here for all of our clients back in 2020, and yep. any new website we get, I set that up. So I'm here to help. Yep, so you are at Data by Sarah, right? On Twitter. By the way, have you mm-hmm. noticed that I keep switching data or data throughout this whole episode? I haven't, but I love I'm I just love trying to make everyone happy. <laughs> yes. Or if you want to go to our website and submit a contact form, get in touch with us. We are cypressnorth.com, and we can definitely help anyone get set up. Not me. Sarah can. Yep. I'll be here. Sarah, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm sure everyone really appreciates your help with all this. It's scary, but we can do it together. We can do it. We got this. (laughs) So it is officially not Marketing O'Clock. If you're new here, don't forget we release new, new shows every single Friday, rain or shine. You can catch them wherever you're listening to this. So thanks, and we'll see you next week.